0: I'm riding with it.
1: it. New year, new me. 2020. That's right, man. I can let it ride a little bit. You know how that.
0: You know how that. You know how that. Party in the headphones. You know how that. from L.A. The dude from L.A. It's the dude from L.A. It's the dude from L.A podcast.
1: You know how Podcast. You know how It's the truth, man. I might actually use that, man. I hope you don't charge me. Like, <laughs>
0: No, I'll charge you if I do it better. You could keep that oh, okay, one. That good. one's free.
1: That's good. That's good. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Dude From Los Angeles podcast. And today in your studio, I got Viva Mescol.
0: <sighs> thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, Appreciate think, you being here, man. Thank all.
1: you for being here, man, uh, or for being making yourself available. You are always doing some shit. It makes everybody else
0: feel like they're not working hard. I try to stay busy, <laughs> and even when I'm not doing anything, I try to look busy. That's, nah, a, dude, that's, that's another gem. World. Look busy. It, it, it's was like that? that fool on the court, he's just hustling, like he's just shuffling, <laughs> the fool's barely dribbling it up, but he's like, yeah,
1: what's up? It's a bonus sequence on <laughs> and one or something,
0: is that what it was? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's yeah, is. is that like the sixth gem of that's, like 2020? Yeah, that's the first gem of 2020, which 2020 might not have a lot of gems, I'm kind of taking a step back, we're talking about it, uh-huh. from the self-help, like, I'm not gonna tell people what to do so much, you know, I'm like, you know what? Do whatever the fuck you want to in 2020. Hey, that's my new, that's my final gem.
1: It, it, it's both easier on you it's and everybody else. It's just,
0: yeah,
1: else. like, yeah. you know, just watch. Just I like, watch. I like them, man. I like them. What was what was the reason to just start doing these gem, these, these gem drops? And for those that don't know, if you look on Instagram, you're actually making videos of being like, okay, step one,
0: get your ass off, get your ass off Instagram. <laughs> 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 like, all right, Cool. I don't know, a couple years back maybe, like now I've been running them for maybe over a year, like almost two years now. Uh-huh. But yeah, you, I, I watch a lot of those videos and those channels that are pumping you up and right. general motivation, but also like music focused. So like with those, I wanted to specifically talk to artists and MCs, rappers, you know, mm-hmm. that are doing what I do, those, those um, really specific people. And then in between that, people... Just got general motivation from it. Like, yeah, I like what you're saying. Yeah. I fuck with that. And but I mean, if if it doesn't apply to you necessarily, like it's meant to be for a musician or someone who's going through what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And they're just little reminders to myself that I that I use. And I've always collected those my entire life. Mm. I've always liked figures of speeches and phrases and metaphors and shit. Oh, it's yeah. just like they're fun, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's stuff that, that, you know,
1: maybe changed your life. Like, you know, if you heard it in high school, you're like, God dang, that's that makes so much sense.
0: Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, communication in general. There's mm-hmm. different people, different levels of education, different yeah. backgrounds and fucking, you know, uh, payrolls and, you know, statuses in this life, huh. right? But sometimes just saying the right thing or having a cool phrase that connects people, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it. <laughs> It's always been really cool. I've I, since I was a kid, I always saw people, and if you had that that cool little phrase or that thing, that icebreaker or anything, yeah, yeah. like it would help. Or I, I was with Cal in his car, and I'm like, "Hair of the dog." Hair of you the know, dog. Hair of the dog. Right. Yeah. And I thought this was hair of the dog, but this is just coffee. Oh, right. But you know, so I, there's I, a brewery
1: I, in Oregon called <laughs> Hair of the Dog, and then there's also the the phrase if you know if you drink a lot the day before, then take some of the hair of the dog that bit you.
0: Right. See, to I drink. told him, hair of the dog. You heard of that? And he's like, no, what does that mean? I'm like, hair of the dog that bit you. Yeah. He's like, I still don't, it doesn't ring a bell. I'm like, oh, you know, it's a fucking figure of speech for people who drink too much. It's like a hangover cure. Hair of the dog. La like cruda. He's like, how the fuck does some food from East LA or some kid, like, how do you know, how do you learn this? I'm like, I don't know where I even picked that up, but I've known that for years uh-huh. that that was hair of the dog. And maybe mm-hmm. from movies, them offering him a drink and being like... Hair of the dog when they had a fucking thing. But do you know where that comes from? Do no. you know the origins of that no. saying? I have no idea. So in medieval times, we looked it up because we were talking about it. Because he's like, this do you know it, the do you know it, the origins? If I'm like, smokes, I don't. If you
1: smoke some weed and then you got access to the internet. You're like, we got to find out now. You're the smartest <laughs> man on earth at that point. <laughs> it's
0: like, what? So hair of the dog for all your listeners and you know everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Else, it it comes from a medieval times where people would get bit by a rabbit dog and there would be no cure for that shit because it's medieval times, you know, no modern medicine. So they would literally be so desperate that they would get the hair of the dog that bit them and put it in their wound and they would hope that that's what would heal them. Now, in the same way, if you look at it, Uh an alcoholic does the same thing with its fucking death sentence. You know what I mean? You're just, (laughs) you're bit... You're fucked. What are you gonna do? We were just saying this. This is it, alcohol is like <laughs> the worst
1: fucking drug, right? Like you you get so you get so drunk off of it that the next day that you don't have it in your body, your body's asking for it. Like supposedly that's what a hangover is. It's that you had so much alcohol, now you don't have any, and your body's yeah. like, "What the fuck?
0: Where's it at?" And it's a rookie mistake yeah. to be like, "I drank so much yesterday or even Sunday." I'm hurting Monday and Tuesday, but I'm going to just dry myself out. Oh, dude, it's so bad. Yeah, I always tell my girl, because I'm, like, drinking after a day of drinking. Uh-huh. And she's like, what are you doing, How? you know? Like, I'm like, I just need one or two because i fucking me. just chill out because I just drank, like, a fucking like 12-pack or, you know, it went too crazy the night before, and yeah. now I'm just going to go dry? You're, you're torturing yourself, you oh, know? it's
1: terrible, man. It's terrible. Yeah, you got you to, one modelo will, like, it'll wake you back up.
0: You know? Like a talkhead, just, yeah, to just a talk land the plane. Yeah. Some fools gone wild, shit. shit. Land the plane. God man.
1: Well, I like the gems. I like the gems because I always thought it was like something that you would use. Because I use those a lot, like almost to motivate myself. You know, I don't really do things for everybody else. I've been going on these bike rides lately and shit, and i and it's twenty miles that I do on this on the LA River bike path. And I just, I fucking snap a little screenshot and I post it up, but I, po- I I don't really post it up to like show off. I just do it to like, I, I need my fucking picture. Like I just need the picture. To document it. Yeah, to document, like to feel like, oh fuck, okay, today I did it, tomorrow I'm going to have to do it again, like or some right. shit, you know? Right. But it's not really, like I, I, I feel like other people might take it as something else, but it's really just a little motivation for myself to, to do it.
0: That's cool, man. I mean, and then that motivates other people, and then that motivation becomes essential or even very very valuable to them. Oh yeah. And that's that's why with the gems thing, I started feeling responsible to be like, "All right, let me put out some of these gems cuz people were really messing with it." The first time I did it, like people told me like, "Yo, that pumped me up to start a business. That pumped me up to do this, you know, or to try this out." I'm like, "Cool. All right, oh, the gem, Gems University, you know, <laughs> like there's a little class of people I've yeah, seen that got yeah. really pumped up.
1: Um, you're gonna have to have one about like esoteric medieval knowledge, and it's gonna be class one hair of the dog. Hair of the dog. From, like, whoever was that jackass, too, yeah. like,
0: rip some hair in it from the dog that bit you. So many things leech you. But you were so fucked. Yeah. They didn't have medicine back then. You, anything happened to you, you were so fucked back then. You broke your leg. Oh, you're fine. They gotta chop it off. Yeah. You, you know, you bump your head. You know, they gotta chop it off. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're fucking, you know, you got brain damage for the rest of your life. Like, cause. People didn't know any fucking better. I could only imagine the dumb shit people tried, such as rubbing hair on off from a rabid dog that pretty much oh, you're screwed
1: on an open wound. Right? I mean, every nurse listening to this would be like, "What the hell? That's that's the worst." But you know, what's crazy. I was just gonna cut in. The, the craziest thing is that leeches are still like used in like for medical purposes. Man, like they have that on that show uh, botch. Leeches make sense, yeah, to like reduce suck inflammation. Out the shit,
0: mm-hmm. Right. It like makes a lot leech sense. of the dog or leech from put a leech in the dog wound that bit you. That's not a saying though. <laughs> okay,
1: That's more logical. But. Yeah. I'm so glad you don't work at like freaking like one of the one of the pharmacies up the street. <laughs> like, and like what aisle is the hair of the dog? <laughs> it's huh? right there. We got <laughs> fresh puppies yeah. here for you. Yeah, there you go. Oh, dude, Max is freaking uh, dog's gonna get like shaven, you know, just yeah. to make some side business. He, he he'll be fine. East of the river, freaking hair, you know, for your for all your wound needs. <laughs> That's beautiful, man.
0: We went we went real far on this one. <laughs> yeah, this went a little deep, a little deep too quick, man. So the gems on the, the gems. daily, yes, they turn into the five gems of Christmas. So check those out. People yeah. people like them. So well, they could check out
1: a lot of things. The the reason we're you know we're here, gain some some talk and let's get that out of the way early, man, because it's it's giant information. You're doing a live, full, album, show of of the right. freaking. I could not have said uh, you, it better I mean, myself. The live full album. How show. do you say that? Because I just saw it's, the video of you. Like, there, you have a band. Where, where did you find a band to play live with you?
0: Well, there, there's this band called The Alton. So, shouts out to them. They're a dope right. band from the east side in this area, Maywood, Boyle Heights, different different areas. Um, but yeah, they're they're super dope, and I linked up with them a couple years back. Okay. Which crazy thinking of that origin, right? So I throw the I threw this battle of the bands at the Boulevard when I um managed it oh, and, and even now i reflect on it i'm like that shit was a disaster oh, dude. but it was cool yeah. and i have no business judging rock bands first and foremost but i none of it transfers i mean it was cool because they ended up being the, t- the band that won so i got to give myself okay. a little bit of credit and they've performed pretty big spots and they're dope as fuck but looking back at it i threw this battle of the bands that's a whole other story uh-huh. and they ended up winning a couple of them i know from like school and stuff um, but no bias, they were just badass. I, the, mm-hmm. the, t- the final band they went head up with were like some other local cats too. But uh, now, years down the line, this idea came about mm-hmm. to do the one year anniversary show for the album, my album, Long Live the Peyote, which I dropped two days almost to the day. Oh, shoot. One year ago. Damn. So January 4th will be the official day that I dropped it, and the 15th will be the celebration. So, yeah, man, I was just thinking, how could we do it? How can we make it special? This and that. The Paramount, if people don't know about it, recently opened up just a few months ago. And this is a historic venue. This is Mm -hmm. where, like, Sonny and Cher got their start. This is where, like, the Midnighters were regulars. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, they've had so many huge artists there. It's it's crazy, especially from the Latino and, you know, Chicano music, like, uh, culture. It has a crazy, crazy rich history. Then it, the Vex weird, started right? there and they had all the punk rockers and mm-hmm. every, you know, band from the nineties who was who play in Boyle Heights. So I'm just lucky to have met certain people that have linked me up there. Wow. Fucking this becomes that. All of a sudden I got my own date there. Yeah, oh, dude. I, I knew it was a matter
1: of time. You know, you walk in there and it and it the stage is amazing. It's the only place that has a beautiful bar, uh, you know. Yeah, and, and the space, right? It just it
0: feels like some. They got they got pictures leading up the, the staircase. We got the just, nice shit on the east side right now. As far yeah. as like, if, it feels like we got a Hollywood yes. level venue yes. here in Boyle Heights, where you don't have to dress like like you work at Kaiser
1: Permanente to fucking get in. That's <laughs> been my issue with that freaking with that other place. <laughs> if if anybody knows, you know, there's another place that you have to dress up to get in. And it's so, like, you don't even have to do that in Hollywood, man. Like, <laughs> it just, it's, it's yeah, you know, they're yeah. not having shows there, so whatever. But yeah, uh, yeah. the Paramount's a beautiful, beautiful building. uh-huh. And then you're going to be doing a live performance. Yeah, so whole, you know? I got
0: the Altens, um, who they've been homies for a minute now, mm-hmm. hit them up with the idea, and they're like, bro, we've been waiting for this moment. Mm-hmm. Like, right. yeah, let's do it. No, then right. they, um, they... Pretty much reached out to some other band members from this from a couple other groups, so we kind of have a mixed batch there because we have an eight piece band Holy plus shit. DJ, so it's like a nine piece band plus my ass. That's ten. That's yeah. ten of us on that motherfucking stage, yeah. which is going to be crazy in itself. Holy shit. We might have to fucking get an extra side stage or something. Or it's like Motown back in the day. Dude. Yeah, like we're, we're going to be people. packed up there, dude. So, um, and the green room isn't
1: that big too. So I think you got to watch that part, right? Like yeah, that's... yeah,
0: I think they'll be cool. Yeah. It should be cool. And we and we got the co-headliner, Val, the Wander, oh, who, yeah, you know, I just, it's a big room, man. This is uh-huh. the first time I've ever headlined a 400 space, you know, venue. So it comes with a lot of, like, whoa moments. Like, it's a milestone in itself. But, yeah, I reached out to Val, too, because she, she's one of them hardworking artists and people with a lot of momentum. Yeah. So, you know, it's more like uh, the assist on it, you know, got to mm-hmm. get her in. And it's going to be dope, man. It's going to be dope. Oh, yeah, it's a great place, man. I I Fucking, did you see I did stand up there a few, uh, like, a little while ago? Oh, shit. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I
1: fucking, I got, like, there's a buddy of mine that I had known from high school and stuff, and he was, like, the booker for, like, a show. And I was like, hey, man, can I do, like, like, a few minutes before the whole thing starts, you know? And I thought, yeah, cool, like, just come through. And then I show up, my fucking name's the first one on there. I was like, oh, fuck, okay. All right. It was like serious comedians and shit. Right, right. How'd you do that? Yeah, uh, got some, got got some some yeah I got some chuckles out there. Yeah, I got one. Like, it uh-huh. sucks, man. The shit that you think is is not that funny was the one that got the biggest laugh. The shit that I was working on, that I was like, yeah, it's gonna get them right here. It was yeah, a gentrification like- joke. You know? <laughs> <laughs> my brother was like, my brother was like, oh, did you try to do some freaking heady, very, you know, thought provoking bullshit? He's <laughs> like, yeah.
0: He's like, didn't like, get laughed, that- did it? He's like, not the crowd for it. Not the crowd, huh? Yeah. Um, I heard those comedy nights been going good though. They're good, man. The Paramount's dope, man. They're they're doing the right thing. Um, the dude who runs, well, not runs it, but the dude I met, Chef Mario. Yeah, Chef Mario. The dude running the the restaurant downstairs and the pizza mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Um, we bumped into him a few months ago and hearing his story. Mm-hmm. Cat from Boyle Heights, South made, went out overseas, learned all his shit. It was like, man, we we going right. we gonna fucking you know set it off over here. I knew that just him being from the neighborhood that yeah. this shit was gonna be a success and he was gonna do it right for the for the you know for the the culture and for everything that that spot has. Right. Um, so I'm hoping just to be another another picture on that wall next to the rest of them, man. I mean, I think, yeah, it's a trip, but you go you walk in there and see all them famous faces. And I feel like a spectator at times just kind of watching all this shit happen, you know? Mm -hmm. I I forget sometimes, like, wow, like, it's been a crazy journey. Um, And I know that it's 2020, time to reflect. I'm kind of, like, so in it, I'm thinking past it, in a way, like, thinking of the next steps and the next years of cementing Mm -hmm. my name and, you know, East Side culture and history. But I don't know. I feel like, man, it's... It's not the time to reflect back on the past. Fuck everything it's we've gone through. We're doing it right now. Like yeah, that's exactly not in a not in a bad way, but I've had the lung collapsed. you know we're talking about it? Yeah. But that's not even something that's even it don't matter. I'm breathing perfect right now. Why did you
1: why how did you get a lung
0: collapse? No, it's, see, it's all it's all just shit that happens. It's uh-huh. it's just the trials and tribulations of life. But I learned Anyone fat who's lady, ever yeah no like you a know, fat lady
1: that sat on you right like, yeah yeah
0: like a fat big fat. <laughs> just a, just a
1: fat I maybe I don't know what
0: you're into brother
1: it's okay <laughs> I'm not judging you
0: some people know okay all right that's in that's cool. for like the behind the music oh, 2040 yeah the, the women just kept getting bigger and bigger <laughs> we didn't know how
1: big he would go that's cool dude but yeah man. Well, you know what? One of the biggest things that I always liked about you guys was, you know, especially, you know, the board isn't up right now. You guys always had a board. Oh, that, the board's right there. Not nice. that
0: Cool drawing. But it always, it was just fucking packed with shit to do. It's like, if you close the door a little, there's yeah, like some there more plans and stuff on oh, there. Oh, Jesus. But. See, it doesn't stop.
1: But that's always the, the great thing that I always appreciated from everybody. You guys actually do a lot of work, and it's, it's insane to kind of witness but it's cool that you're taking a moment and being like all right this is going to be a good one to enjoy
0: it's just like scaling it up you know like there's a gem right there like when you feel like you got a formula that's working don't be afraid to scale it up Uh and everything in here like well for this show is what we've been doing what i've been doing Uh just with multiples on it you know you in vegas you hitting throw a hundred on that fucking thing then stop throwing five bucks yeah and then you you know, you see how you see how that changes. We'll see how that changes. But in my head, I'm like, formula's been working, let's push it, let's scale it up, let's let's get more out of this shit, mm-hmm. you know? And then we see what happens. And I, I know, I know what we've been able to accomplish with so little. And also not knowing what the fuck we're doing, you know, for a lot of it. And now that you kind of start seeing, all right, this is what works for us, this is what works for me, this what this is what doesn't, this is what the dues I had to pay. To learn, you know, to experience this shit—the losses, the failures—it's all that,
1: you but, know. But the crazy achievements. How do you? How do you recognize even the achievements, man? Because you got—you probably, uh, you or you definitely do have one of the most beautiful music videos uh, of in Boyle Heights. Fucking, you know. Recent time, like anybody could just go out and shoot some stuff, but it looks fucking amazing. The song is dope. It's it seems like we have a Boyle Heights anthem. Do, do you even think about that? Like, do
0: people tell you, "Hey, man, that's that's the Boyle Heights anthem right there"? I hear it. Yeah. I hear it. I get a. I get to enjoy that. I, okay. I get that thrill and all that. You know, mm-hmm. especially because we aim for it. We it wasn't like we just went out there and took a swing. You know, like this was a little more well thought, a little more methodical. Mm-hmm. It forced. Um, just that process of making that video forced me and my crew and my my filming process to evolve, you know? So then to see it and to be um, received the way it was and the way it's been, man, I mean, I don't even flaunt it like that crazy and stuff. But, like, every time I share that video, every time I perform that song, yeah. like, it hits. Whether it's in Boyle Heights, whether it's somewhere else, like, yeah. it's just one of those times it's like, wow, this song... This song changed my life, you know, mm-hmm. and, but then how do we scale it up? We've been able to do certain amount of stuff, but how come it ain't viral with a, with with ten million plays? You know, mm-hmm. that part of the game hasn't been taught to us. It hasn't been achieved. No, it's it's not like it's just happening every day right here in, in the east side. Like mm-hmm. we're building a market, we're building a business plan, we're building a community. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. For years now, seven, eight years now where I've preached this and I went out there and did it and then took time off and did other stuff or shit. I've diva-dabbled in almost everything, you know? I've sold flowers on Mother's Day. I've done taxes. I've worked in little spots. I've done studio work, mixed and mastered fucking hundreds upon thousands of sessions, you know, Um, over the course of these last, say, seven, eight years. Mm. And all of that chipping away has really helped to, to... Establish something that we got. Now it's like, okay, how do we take this now and, and really make it into a business? Uh-huh. But not where we lose our soul type of shit because people will be like, oh, you, are, you know, the artist mentality. And I've been there where you just fall in love with being in the struggle, fall in love with being broke, or fall in love with just this mentality like, oh, I'm stuck here. Mm-hmm. It's like, you got to get out of that, you know? Yeah. Like, it's a beautiful struggle, but shit. It'll be beautiful without the struggle. It's, <laughs> you just from, it's still beautiful, you know? Like, um, And I've had to tell myself that because for years it was like, yo, I'm just grinding and this and this and that. It, you have to almost put that pressure on yourself. Where am I going with this? Mm-hmm. What am I trying to achieve with this? And, and right now in 2020, it looks very clear, you know? I want to sell out this show and have this moment for my music and for Boyle Heights. I want to establish a full touring circuit from Boyle Heights, you know, from LA to the southern um, southwest states, such Mm -hmm. as Arizona, Nevada, Texas, back around to Colorado. It's wide open. I want to establish that. I want to have all our artists touring. I want to have my ass touring there like fucking clockwork, you know? Uh One of the, you know, uh, and then even Europe, right? You guys, I think since
1: the last time we talked, I think even Europe was maybe even... It wasn't even on the table,
0: but you guys ended up going to fucking Spain or something. You know? When was the last time we talked? Yeah, Over so a year guys, and a half, maybe? two years ago. How when was the last time we talked? Over a year ago?
1: Maybe way more than a year ago, dude.
0: Yeah. In between
1: was like was when I talked to Max. Damn. But it's been like two it's when I first started doing this podcast, man. Cause I think I had like yeah, Madame, we were, had we were had anime the first on one. and she was still living in Boyle Heights. I'm, I'm a, you know, she's in and around. You're like, Oh, that's you know. I know who she is, whatever. And then it's like, hey, man, let's come on. And then you are doing something like uh, going to the Netherlands. And I was like, that's fucking wild, man. And then after that, you guys went back. Yeah, we've been,
0: we're going to go back again this year. Yeah. Yeah. I want, we were trying to make Europe a yearly thing, you know? Uh-huh. Um, I mean,. To be honest, there's not, like, a business reason yet, you know? We're going out there getting booked for conferences, spending way more money than we're getting back. (laughs) It's an excuse Um, to be there, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, it's a beautiful excuse. Like, it's fucking Europe, you know? Amsterdam and Barcelona and Paris. We fit that into our fucking plans. Yeah,
1: how often are you going to... Like, you could check out the canals for so long. Like, go out and do something, you know? Like, I've... I've, And I don't know about you. Well, like, vacationing and stuff seems a little boring just because it's, like... All right. Well, now what,
0: right? From, I mean, how many people from Boyle Heights vacation? You yeah. know what I mean? Not really.
1: You, like even me, if you take like a pe- week
0: off, you're just staying home and sleeping and shit. Yeah, like def- Definitely parents. I feel like parents don't, you know? The only time they go to
1: Mexico, that they travel is when they go to Mexico because somebody died or right. somebody's getting married. Or something like
0: that. Yeah. Right. Some family stuff that take, but not in a vacation where you're saying, I'm going to go and go somewhere and experience something for the fact of getting out and, and breaking and, my normal cycle or. or you know, work and monotonous become monotonous.
1: That, I want to say that, but I feel like a lot of people are going. Like I've seen people that are that are maybe like one generation below me and stuff, cousins that are just you know they still live at their parents' house, but they're, hey, we're gonna go to uh, we're gonna go to Paris,
0: right? It's like, no, no, we're, that's we're dope. We're going to go that's to Rome. Dope. It's like I feel God, like while wow. well, my uncles yeah. didn't, my yeah. mom didn't, my my, my, my parents never did. My, they never ate out, right? Right, right. Yeah. It was more like they it was a different mentality. So you grow up seeing that, and you're like, man. I want to go to this place. Yeah. I want to do this, and like, for me, I was I was crazy enough to be like, okay, let's just go do it. Let's go. Even on that, like, shit, it's not like I'm, you know, in a financial place where it's like, hey, I'm gonna take a vacation and spend <laughs> thousands of dollars traveling abroad. Like, yeah. tie it in with the work so that I I justify it. But in my, in reality, too, it's like, man, this shit's a big risk. Yeah. That shit's a big, you know, f- financial, uh, you know, commitment. <laughs> But damn, it changes your whole outlook on life, man. You can't, you can't buy experience. And once you're out of the country and just out of America, out of the Americas, you know, like from whatever, you know, just going and seeing Europe and seeing like, all right, this is where a lot of history, a lot of, they live a lot differently than us over here. Yeah. Dude, one of the, cra- one of the
1: stories I always tell people, you know, it's like, you know, for me, like me and my lady went to Ireland for her birthday. And we drove. We went to like a little part out of, outside of Cork, which is, like a popular touristy spot. But we're we went to a local pub, and we like we thought we're hitting some racism. You know, we're like, holy shit, we're actually experiencing some racism in this club, in this in this pub. We open the door, and it's nothing but people just looking at us, and everybody's so many shades lighter than 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 us, right? They're just looking at us. We walk in, and there's a there's a rugby game playing, and then they're like nobody's talking to us, nobody's even offering a beer, and then finally an older man comes up to us. He's like, oh, "Are you guys here for the game?" And then we're like, "No, we we don't even know how to play rugby or who's playing." He's like, "Oh, you guys don't go for the Maori All Blacks, and supposedly that local bar was like the like the people that were playing, and we were wearing all black. They thought we we're freaking Samoan." <laughs> Because my lady, you know, freaking, she's from Guerrero, so she's dark. And they're like, holy shit, these guys are walking into, like. These who
0: have the balls to
1: walk in, all black, and just. Fucking (laughs) just asking for a beer. And after that, like, the guy was like, oh, no, they don't fucking like it. They were the nicest people ever. They bought us drinks at some point, and we got so smashed with them that at the end of the night, the bartender lady freaking drove us home. It was like it was it was wild, man. Like, but it was just that moment we're like, fuck, we're back. We're back to like white people being mean to us. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I, I mean, I don't even agree with that statement. I'm just saying. But that was know? in
0: Ireland? That was in Ireland, you know? See, I would imagine Irish people are cool. They're very cool. Because honestly, Irish like they're like the Mexicans of fucking Europe, bro. I've said that, man. I said we're overseas, some fool was saying that too. He was Irish and he's like. Which just like you guys and him mm-hmm. and Hollow were taking shots and getting all drunk and shit. There it is. They're pretty crazy. That's cool. That's cool. That's a cool story. It's a cool story. It
1: worked out in the end,
0: you know. Yeah, I think people are generally nice as fuck. It's just you run into people who are fucked up here and there, you know. And no matter what, that's just how it is. Yeah. People got crazy with us in Paris. Parisians mm. are very rude. You know what I, I mean. Heard that. And we're and we're like. You know how we are out here, so like you kind of have to watch your back. You always have that little sense mm-hmm. when you grow up in the hood. You're just like six sense, like yeah. And you let your guard down, but it's still you know. But there are times in over you know in Paris where fools didn't we didn't like it and fools didn't like it because they're dogging us and we're dogging them back. Oh, but shoot. they're just staring at us. But mm-hmm. I don't know if because they feel like oh, y'all are tourists, mm-hmm. we could just stare at you or like you're in our part of the city and this and. For the most part, you respect. I respect where you're at, yeah. but sometimes it irk you. Like, what the fuck are you looking at? You know what I mean. Like, but that's just how they were, and and you know they had a very uh, snobbish a- a- attitude. You know, but really? I I could deal with that. Like, I I could I could play ball. Like, all right, you're gonna act that way. I, it doesn't it doesn't affect me. I don't act all you know yeah. um, offended. But at the same time fuck you very much. Two can, two can play at this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Salope, you know? <laughs> After five days in Paris, dude, we were on that For real. fucking edge already. Like, mm-hmm. we wanted to fucking... Kill. We were already just on some, like, fuck you Par- Parisian attitude, bro. You know, and, I,
1: I wonder if, like, if you hang out with locals, man, like, they'll show you where to go versus not where to go, you know?
0: We met some cool locals. Okay. We did. Mm-hmm. We ended up, like, at a little bar. Same scenario. At a little bar, and everyone started acting real cool. Mm. And we partied and they let us perform and we performed and fucking crowd went nuts and it was it was dope. It was dope. So that was cool. We're like, hey, we met some cool locals. But it turns out most people in Paris aren't really from Paris. It's okay. like one of those cities. Yeah. Everyone's from different parts of France. Yeah.
1: That's what it was. Or
0: from, you know, from America or from this part. So then there's like purist Parisians and French people uh-huh. who are like French, French, who are like white and like blonde and this and that and they don't like the parisians that moved here and call themselves parisians even if you're second generation almost like immigrants like,
1: yeah it sounds about right and they
0: are like fuck you you know you're so some people won't even identify with being french they're like i'm not french i'm parisian oh, shit. so it's a way of saying like fuck those french purists yeah. i'm from this city like, I'm an Angelino, I'm not an American.
1: I've said that many times,
0: so I don't, <laughs> don't
1: even get upset about that one. I get it. It's interesting, though. Yeah, I, yeah. I
0: didn't see that coming. Maybe I was just ignorant to it. Well, how? yeah, I was ignorant to yeah. it. But being there and hearing this firsthand, you know, like, from citizens or people from other countries who mm-hmm. grew up there in Paris and everything, mm-hmm. and are like, nah, people will act racist with me. And, mm-hmm. you know, this and that. And I'm like, fuck, dude. That's pretty crazy.
1: That's crazy. You know, man, like, I, I went to... Uh, and I'm, I'm not gonna sound like I fucking travel the world out here. I've I've met people that fucking really do travel and shit. I just got to know a few places because you know, it's birthdays, right? We went to Cuba and it was and it was cool, man. But I kept on saying everybody you know that some soy de los Angeles, like I would say it in Spanish too, like that, you know.
0: But I wouldn't. You wouldn't say, say American. I'm American. Nah. Unless he got arrested. He was like, I'm American! Oh, dude, right away. <laughs> right away, bro. You got to pull the card. As soon as you get into trouble. Like, what? Don't touch me, like, Don't touch Don't me fuck. Man. Get your hands off of me, motherfucker. I'm American. Dang. You know what we'll do to your country. That's
1: And you know what? The arrogance is real, man. It's built in you even if you're like freaking, even if you're Mexican, you know, See, born here in
0: America, dude. This is going to offend some listeners, but uh. a, a Mexican-Americans act like they're all about Mexico food. But yeah. it's like, dude. When it comes down to it, you're American as fuck. Oh, yeah. Your lifestyle's American as fuck. And when shit hits the fan, you'll be glad you're an American. Like, no one's going to be like, oh, I'm I'm a Mexican citizen or call the Mexican consulate and this and that. Fuck no. Like, people don't, even people from Mexico would be like, man, I'd rather be in America if this and this were to happen. And it's just how it is, you know? It's just how it is. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Because America got that clout, dude, around yeah. the world, for what, better or worse, for better or worse. <laughs> yeah. I, I would agree
1: with you, except for the fact that, like, uh, have you seen all those, like, uh, shirts and sweaters that they've made? Like, Mexico's the shit now? Like, it says Mexico's the shit. And it's just, like, people rediscovering how beautiful some parts of Mexico are and what the issues are. And it becomes this multi- like I just, haven't
0: seen that. Uh, That's interesting, though. Yeah. Not to say Mexico isn't beautiful. Right. I mean, you know, on that on that sense, like, there's all the right reasons to love Mexico and to have pride in your heritage. Yeah. But then there's the other side of it, too, where it's like, whoa, but you're still American. Your family came here. They didn't stay for whatever reason. Yeah. That, that shit wasn't beautiful enough to stay now, was it? No. Like, because when you're facing down someone wants to kill you or or economical fucking situations that leave you mm-hmm. dirt fucking poor, shit, you'll go anywhere. I mean, people yeah. from from Asian America come here. People from the other side of the world, they travel much further than Mexico to oh, Cali. You
1: know what I mean? I will say Asians go everywhere, dude. In Ireland, there was a freaking Asian guy as a host, like at the front of the hotel. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? He was, <laughs> he, he was a gay Asian guy that uh, had an Irish accent, dude. I don't Um, know what the fuck to do with the world. You should have
0: interviewed him, man. What the fuck am I doing here? No, we... Dude, (laughs) I was like, they make these? (laughs) You know what? Asian people are the dopest, though. They go everywhere. When we're in Europe, too, they're traveling groups. Oh, yeah. All just decked out with Mm -hmm. the camera and just not giving a fuck either. That's what I love. People are rude as fuck in Paris. You think that shit affected any of them? Hell no. no. They're just marching along, taking pictures, not giving a fuck anyway. They're not even attempting to speak the language. Like, fuck all you guys. You know what I mean? pictures of And I was your like, fucking I love this shit. Like, we're right here getting punked. We're uh, right here trying to be polite 99. and shit. And these fools are just, like, squatted up, walking through, just not giving a fuck. <laughs> taking dude. shits at the park, just you know, open <laughs> air. Have you heard
1: that, man? Those mainland people, man. Mainland people take shits everywhere. They put up signs at malls in, in mainland China where you can't... because. Yeah, he, people are taking shits in the potted plants in the mall. <laughs> what? This is fuck? not a fuck. I'm not like, I mean, this is like Google shit.
0: Tanner, you, know? <laughs> you got to be our Google guy who Googles <laughs> yeah. all this shit <laughs> because be <laughs> this is some wild shit. Oh, man. I mean, you know, no pun intended. Yeah, supposedly
1: they got rated the worst tourist in the world, you know? Wow.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, I just love their fucking, they don't give a shit. That's oh, no. proof right there. I roll with I roll with yeah. the Asians any day travelling yeah. this yeah. roll. That's, that's, oh, they're we cool. were right here we were right here all fucked up on our trip. Yeah. I was like, Look at these fools over here yeah. marching along, not Trying giving a, a shit. Just right? fucking it up. Yeah, they don't speak, the, speak the language, so they're just like stupid I don't know which time, but like, That's the best. You know, yeah, it really was.
1: It's the best. you know what, man, that's when I think we have too many Mexicans and too many Spanish speakers in LA because was I was doing freaking um what is it What do they? when they call you for a juror? Uh, jury duty. Jury duty. And they had, uh, some people were trying to get out duty. of it. Some people were trying to get out of it going, like, I don't speak English. And there was a lady that went up there. She's like, no, you know, no hablo, no hablo ingles. And he's like, oh, but, you know, do you understand some things and not others? Like, yes. And I was <laughs> like, fuck, gotcha. Like, she got him. And there was an Asian lady that was just not playing fucking games. She was like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. He's like, so when they asked you the questions for the test, and then she's like, she's just answering in Chinese. And it was, that's it. They had to let her go because nobody behind there spoke Chinese, but everybody back there spoke Spanish. Yeah. Wow.
0: That bitch on the ass that time. Yeah, that's <laughs> it,
1: man. They could fake it. They could fucking fake it, man. It's good. Because my my mother in law, man, she, she still to this day, will f- she fakes it. Like, she doesn't know what the hell we're saying in English. But uh, my lady freaking was. Talking with her uh, with, with her sister-in-law, they were talking about some girl and her freaking drama. And then in the middle of it, she goes, oh, and then what happened to her? And it's like, I thought you didn't fucking
0: understand this shit. <laughs> like, Mom, you've been here 30 years. You've yeah. understand everything yeah. we're fucking saying. There's no excuse. Yeah, exactly. You got it. <laughs> you got it. I know you got See, it. See, my grandma's the opposite. She gets offended when people talk to her in Spanish first. Really? She goes, oh, you assume I don't speak English? Yeah. That's how she sees it. But my grandma's just like that. Like if people assume the other way, she'd it's, be the other way. Oh She's yeah. just she Contrarian. likes to fuck with people. So that's how she is. But it's still a good point. It's the point, good point is not man. lost. I was always the same way. Don't assume. Exactly when people are like, "Oh, you don't speak Spanish," like, uh-huh. while well, you assume I do or I don't, or the opposite, mm-hmm. you're just gonna talk only in English and put people pressure on people like that it's like no nah, it's just figure out how someone communicates don't be a dick and just talk to them uh-huh. if not you just want to be a dick i could talk fucking you know i could talk uh any language you know what i mean and just do it with penner and fools wouldn't understand
1: <laughs> yeah. it's, it's rough man it's rough it's <laughs> rough especially with grandparents man I, I remember my grandparents like they or um what is my great aunt she hated it that we said chicano because she was she grew up in, uh, what is it, Wasco, near Bakersfield. And she freaking marched with, uh, with Chavez and all that stuff. Grew up around the time that Chicano was, like, fucking a bad word. It was a really bad word. And she's like, nope, you are Mexican. Don't say that shit around
0: me. Wow, that's crazy. And it's like, ah, oh, damn. And then it's just, it's weird, man. Yeah, it's weird. Well, I mean, Mexican, too, is still, if, you know, certain people believe, like, it's a derogatory term. Mm. Like, when do you ever hear Mexican used? Like, very rarely. I just mean in general. Like, um, for media, for anything. Like, for, if you're thinking of a character, you're going to say Aladdin. You're going to say a Latino character. A lot, he's he's Latin. How is he Latino? He lives in El Paso, Texas, and his name's fucking Juan Alejandro fucking Ramirez. He's, you know, he looks indio as fuck. He's probably been, His family's bloodline's probably been here before any of you motherfuckers. Yeah. He's not from a Latin, you know, Spanish descent. This fool's Mexican as fuck, but you won't just put Mexican. You know what I mean? And people don't like identifying with it a lot of times because it's like Mexican. Oh, you know, you're... It's like a bad word, word. dude. Yeah. Like, it just... It gets like that, you know? Dude, I'm... You start noticing that. You get a little older and people tell you that. You're like, nah, you're crazy. And then older you're like fuck there's not really you don't really hear this shit uh-huh. how do you identify then you know what is the right uh-huh. angelino Chicano. man go angelino. angelino it's been
1: i'm from los angeles everybody everybody's
0: used to it is okay but then this. if you say angelino they're going to yeah. think of some dude like they're uh-huh. going to think uh-huh. of some white boy who grew yeah. up in santa monica who wears a dodger hat and yeah. you know fucking catches of east of the river show right here in Boyle heights you know what, what i mean like fuck bro are you describing <laughs> me right now or what <laughs> I <laughs> think <Are you looking? laughs>
1: he's talking shit, bro. It's like what I wore, like, on Tuesday. <laughs> Yo, bro, I'm from here, too, man.
0: <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, yeah. They say, uh, we need, like, some new term. Yeah, plus this is an Oakland A's hat. I, I know. What the fuck is
1: that? See? Bro? My uncle, he's a groundskeeper when for their spring training in Arizona, so... If you guys want to go? I mean, you know, he always gets hats and shit. Like, like, <laughs> and shoes that never fit us. They're always like size 12, You're like, 13. Hey, Theo, you
0: need to hook all these fools up with a hat. He like, will, man.
1: He do- yeah, we have a bunch, man. so. Oh, there it is. Yeah, that's why I wear it. I'm like, it's, I don't mind if I
0: sweat it anymore. Well, right tomorrow's my birthday, so I'll just let you oh, throw it out dude. there. <laughs> Never had a shortage of yeah. hats.
1: Congratulate! Cheers, man! Cheers! Cheers! cheers yeah,
0: fucking. Coffee. I think
1: you're like a few weeks ahead of me, right? Thirty two, or, or should I even say eighty eight, baby? Nineteen eighty eight, baby. Thirty two yeah, yeah. years old.
0: I got. I'm turning uh, thirty two in February. So yeah, I remember that. You're, we're you're we're like saying like, weeks. did you think like, did you think about making it to twenty twenty or like what? How does that? How does twenty twenty the number like? Do you remember when the world was going to end in two thousand? Right. Yeah, exactly the next thing I said every like
1: my uncles and shit my fucking mexican ass uncles <laughs> They're like you better buy all the toilet paper we had toilet paper for months wait
0: wait. this is for the 2012 end of it or? um no for um for 2000 Two, oh for the y2k yeah yeah that's what penner said
1: right after yeah, that's 20 years ago that doesn't make any sense dude. To, to,
0: again we were in the fifth grade we we're in the fifth grade oh my god. our opinion didn't matter yeah. and not only that but we didn't give a fuck there's no concept of the end of society we didn't have enough knowledge of society I, yet I did I fucking I mean, knew it no, you, I, I knew. I mean how much could you really know at? at what warheads 11 years like, old there's
1: warheads because I remember I used to watch uh, do, you, do you remember seeing um, like Desert Storm on TV like when they first invaded Iraq yeah. Cause like my, my parents gave me the key when I was in like first grade See, or something. I don't shit. remember this
0: shit. And I would I mean, walk home. I
1: remember, but yeah, and I'd walk home and they'd be like, "Just turn on all the TVs, make it seem like somebody's home, and then there you go. We'll be home in like an hour and a half." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Don't, don't get abducted, kindergartener." Do- like, yeah, yeah. kids are and, that, and I was watching Spice War Channel. I was like, "They're fucking." Oh, no, that was before. That was like <laughs> sixth, <laughs> <Thank> seventh <laughs> grade. You we get that black box.
0: Yep, the Damn. black box was amazing. Okay, go on. <laughs> so you're watching the War Channel. Oh no, Channel. that's a
1: good wow, no, nah, that's a good little avenue. I mean, you jerk off so much to the Spice Channel, you'd think the fucking world was ending when nothing came out, like the fucking hate time. You're like, holy shit. <laughs> it's just, yeah, your dick just goes,
0: ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see? And the world was gonna end. I mean, and the world, yeah. I mean, I made we made it further. When they yeah. said, like, you're fucking been jerking off like there's no tomorrow. You're like, dad, the world's gonna end. Dude, there you go. <laughs> But yeah, two thousand happened,
1: and then that's it. Nothing,
0: and then twenty twelve. Those are freak out for that. Yeah. Not as crazy, but people were still doing a lot of stupid yeah. shit, yeah. buying bunkers, yeah. buying fucking yeah. gas, exactly. this all because of the yeah. I mean, and yeah. for me at that age too, like you're just like fucking, you're like in. I was in my early twenties, you know, like tw- 20s, like, yeah. like now ten years ago, it's like twenty twenty one. Oh, the world's gonna end, and then I'm like looking, and this is the the conspiracy theory. Boom. Right. I mean, David if Ike? you're watching that shit, yeah. David Icke, man. David Icke. Like who was that boom. other fool? He made like Chimatica and Zeitgeist or all this other oh, shit. I remember
1: Zeitgeist, but I don't remember. You never who made saw
0: Kimatica? Nah. Even now, you watch that shit, it's it'll scary. blow your fucking mind, bro. <laughs> he had shit yeah. totally off, but some of the shit is still like, like some of the, you look back, you're like, those 5%. They were going to wipe out all the people in the world to 5%. <laughs> is that what you believe? The Illuminati, 5%? Goddamn. like. And that shit was, like, viable, like, yo, chemical clouds and this and fluoride and the water and the fucking this and that. And you're like, fuck, dude, this shit is crazy. And so you're reading all this, and then it's supposed to end. like, I'm going to say I believed it, but I definitely didn't think 2020 was going <laughs> to just, just. it looked really far around yeah. the corner. You yeah. know what I mean? It was like, damn,
1: it's a lot of crazy
0: shit going on. It's It's moving way too fast, right?
1: it's just and they say it only goes
0: faster than you get older
1: so right and and then that makes sense right because they've they've said like say if you're one say say if you're 2 years old and a year from then feel it's, it's half of your life half of your existence so it feels like forever meanwhile we've we we've just been banking in years like
0: all right cool all right. it's another one you get to like 7 and you're like a year uh huh I'm going to jerk off eight times. <laughs> Dust <laughs> bust out. <Like laughs> they when I was do. 12. <laughs> yeah. Spice Channel Open, 76. Yeah. It was Channel 76. It was 76? I 67. Forgot. Somewhere around there. It was 76. Yeah, you'd 76. go until
1: some, some freaking, you know, some pubes came out. You're like,
0: oh, shit. There you go. You watch, like we used to watch uh, pay-per-views on there, the oh, wrestling. Man. We had Dude. the black box. Yep. So all my friends would come over. So then, one time after the wrestling, I put on seventy six. What is this fucking hate? Did no, we all know no, the same. Seventy six, boom. Yeah. fucking leave the room. You know, I fucking leave, oh, just laughing. Ah, put it all out. Like my dad comes out, what the fuck? Turns the shit off. <laughs> my, shit. my homies are right there. Oh. He get mad at me, right? <laughs> my dad naturally beats the fuck out of me. He's like, "Oh he yeah. motherfucker. fucker!" Pop, pop, Man, well, we would sneak watch it too like that. Yeah. But you know, my mom tells me, you know, you fucking show these kids this. You show your friends this. And they're over at our house. Like you could get us in big trouble yeah. so as smart as I was that shit had never processed I was just like haha, you know nothing's gonna happen my mom's like they could they could come down on us hard for you showing these kids this type of shit oh damn And I after like, that you are like oh, I was like alright don't show your friends porno and shit there's always one soft motherfucker in there always one so who's like oh mom yeah, yeah, yeah. Mascow fucking Mickey <laughs> show, <laughs> he show me some porno uh, he has a boyfriend <laughs> or now. they get caught doing some <laughs> shit and then they fucking blame it on me bro <laughs> So then the fucking, yeah, like the fucking kid gets caught jerking off and then is like, why are you doing this? You know, the mom takes him to church every Sunday, can't figure it out. And then he goes, oh, I was at Mickey's house on Sunday watching WWE SummerSlam. Then this fool showed me Summer getting slammed on Channel 67. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Those were the days. Those Those were were the days. days. Easily entertained, man.
1: Yeah, but I feel like everybody had that same child who had had a fucking black box. Like, that was us, too.
0: They were the best. The black box were the fucking shit. WrestleMania and just boom. That was high society for a ghetto kid. You could watch anything. Anything? We never had access to anything. Even now, it seems fake. I feel like all my hood for homies who grew up hood, they have Netflix. It's like, this is cheating. Like, when did you ever get access to everything? Yeah. We used to go to the fucking Kmart, and that's the only time we got to play with all the toys. Oh, Cause yeah, you go and yeah. just play with everything, but because you never got everything, you—I mean, no kid ever gets everything. But we were so down as a, little, like we had just so. Yeah, there was always the oh, one cousin, right?
1: Yeah, Everybody has the fucking one, dude. And I over I, cri- over this Christmas, I saw those two cousins. All right, I, I saw two kids being those kids to the rest of the <laughs> kids, and I was like, "Fuck, man! Like, I don't, History I don't like this. Itself. Yeah, I don't like this, and I want to like help out these other kids that didn't get." Shit, you know. Yeah, they didn't get shit. Like I was, I, I was those kids. I got, I got socks, and my cousin Juan didn't get nothing. Meanwhile, fucking my other cousin got like a fucking mongoose
0: and a and a, and a new like Nintendo. See, but my these look at the worst were the kids. My cousins they got that on Christmas, and then they got some shit next week, and then yeah. some shit the next week, Praise and then Marvels. some shit like they just got everything. Yeah. They were that like yeah. they. And I went to the Raider game like two weeks ago with my cousin, Uh and we're all fucked up. And we started talking about toys. (laughs) And I'm like, if you want to talk about toys, ask this motherfucker. (laughs) He had every toy you could ever fucking think of. I mean, his house, his room was like going to the toy section at like Target or somewhere. Like it was just shelves. I mean, he had a Hot Wheels collection. My cousin Fernie. I hope you're listening, you oh, motherfucker. God damn, you it had Bernie it all. Man. You had it all, Now he says he sells it now. He sells some of those toys because he so kept them in mint condition, money? bro. He wouldn't even open them. He wouldn't oh, even. he okay. get so much shit. He wouldn't even open. Them. Okay, good for him. Actually, I take it a little bit back. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he had he had toys to spare. Toys to spare. God so damn. yeah, nowadays like it's a mind trick on on hood on the kids who grew up in the hood because like. We have it all at our fingertips. Like, it's like every kid now, you know, because you didn't get to see it all. Mm-hmm. You missed X Men that week. You were so fucked. Like, you're <laughs> oh. not going to see that episode. So, so like, years <laughs> later, years yeah. later, like, yeah. you never saw how Morph died. Oh, man. <laughs> nah,
1: and nobody cared if you saw something. Yeah. Uh, if you saw something or not, they were telling, they were talking about it if, if they, if they oh, saw yeah. with everybody else. There was no spoiler alert. Nobody yeah. cared about your feelings yeah. back no, then. fuck, no. He <laughs> dies. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Ah, he
0: dies. Yeah. <laughs> Just like your dog. <laughs> oh,
1: shit. How'd you know my dog died? Your mom told me. Yeah, <laughs> that's whack, man.
0: Everybody has that cousin. Yeah. Hey, I love my cousin. Uh, he was cool. But yeah, he had all the toys, all of them. Yeah. And <clears throat> he, he wouldn't even play with them. And he was worst. like, yeah, you just had, I mean, and then I had my two brothers, so we shared everything. Oh, so we had know. one of it, and then we shared that shit. But luckily, I was born the oldest, so right. I just, I had it the majority of the time. Just jack that shit, just boom.
1: Dude, I remember getting freaking, um, feel, like, I wanted filas, like there was a certain type of like fila shoe that was around at the time, that was like, everybody had them. And then uh, we went, we got them. My dad got them for me, supposedly, at the freaking swap meet, you know? And they were FIFAs. <laughs> <laughs> they looked like the same style, like, FIFA doesn't make no fucking shoe. <laughs> it was just a total knockoff. Yeah, and those I, were dope. And my brother, in his infinite <laughs> wisdom, freaking got some decos and wrote out, made it look like a fucking L. So then next week, that was, was the, the, that was the move. That, yeah. The very next week, we go to the swap meet, and I'm fucking stunting with my new shoes, and there's a lady that asked my brother, oh, my God, those shoes are very nice. Where did you buy them? And then he goes, like, uh, oh, no, what store did you buy them? And I was like, there's no store. He bought them, like, two tenths that way. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, oh, well, whatever. You we got to keep you honest, kid. Just burned them up. Burned me on the spot, man. <laughs> I was so happy. I was like, yeah, my feet do look cool, you know? Man. The but now, like, yeah, people's, like, the, the kids that are growing up nowadays, the struggle doesn't seem as bad. And, or maybe it's different, I guess. I'm going to say different. But, like, you know, if you say the world was at your fingertips, you know, the world is at every little kid's fingertips. They pick up everybody's phone. They're all watching the same freaking kid play with his toys, you know. and Right.
0: I mean, no one's more ruthless than, like, your, like if you could go back, like, wherever age you're at right now, right, mm-hmm. anyone listening, if you go back to your, like, any at any point in your life, at any age, going down from 30, 29, 28, your most ruthless self was probably that like 6th to 7th grade. Um, Oh, yeah. Like, even if you were more crazy in your teens, which you were fighting, drinking, whatever you might have been doing, you still, as crazy as you were, no one was as ruthless as that 6th and 7th grade version mentally. And now, 6th and 7th graders with their phone, and then the ability to create shit on the fly, like... I mean, they're the most powerful. they are the motherfuckers who run the internet, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like a seventh grader somewhere who's making that meme that just hits, and you're just like, "Oh ah, fuck," shit. or just shits on people online. Because uh-huh. so if you remember yeah. at that age, you were just spewing it, like you were just regurgitating everything and just shitting, it, shitting shit out. <laughs> like it was so. I look. I think back in like like six, seven grades out. Even my homies, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: one, you're like you. You're not getting any girls yet. Oh, I would. It's, no, but it's the pre. You can't even really do shit. Even if you smash, even though they're, they're even, even those kids who are sexually active at seventh grade. Yeah. yeah. That was like one in like, like a lot of kids, oh, right? That was me. Then you had the other kids who are just sexually frustrated, who oh. are all pissed off, ain't getting no pussy, ain't getting no play, but are still kind of small kids where they're still fucking around, probably yeah. still playing little kid games. Yeah. And you but you're getting older, you still don't understand this shit, and you're still getting punked like a little kid. Then your body's all weird and shit so yep. you're like you're growing but you got little man titties like what <laughs> yeah, the fuck like fucking... you know you 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 try to jerk <laughs> off and you gave yourself a rug burn and oh, shit damn. like you know there's a lot of weird shit going on right that's your most dangerous self, right? That's that kid who's making the most fucked up memes and doing the most fucked up shit right now because he's just mentally not in a good place, bro. No, dude,
1: do you remember, like, there was so many hormones going through your body. You could probably light a fucking menorah with how much fucking testosterone (laughs) is flowing through your veins at that age, man.
0: And it was like the refractory period of you just jacking it and getting back up. It was like... And we didn't have the internet. And imagine, we didn't even have the internet. That's why I'm just like, kids nowadays... Now with all, and not only that, now you're compared to everything. Before you were just compared to the homie with with the new kicks or homie in school who was who was the badass or the smart kid or whoever you know the star of the fucking football team whatever. You yeah. just had that one kid, the one kid that's you had been to compete with, every, or two three kids in school. Now like you have the whole fucking world to <laughs> fucking compete with, yeah, like dude. at your fingertips that's to compare saying. it to and to judge and base your life off of that shit isn't that shit cannot be good for oh, kids it's growing not. up right now.
1: It's not so that's what I'm saying. I like, wouldn't have tried bro.
0: You see a bunch of people traveling in
1: all these fucking like you never had people want to go to Bali. Like there's no reason for people wanting to go to Bali. But now it's like they see that shit like I want to be in a in a rainforest freaking swing or some yeah, shit yeah. stupid. I want to fucking sit on an elephant. Yeah that's it. Let's go to Thailand. Really? <laughs> like and then I want to try a Muay Thai class and they have they send you to like the intro here take your pictures and
0: whatever got your clients. ass
1: kicked in Thailand that would be would be pretty cool That would be a good memory it would be it wouldn't be that bad <laughs> uh, you don't have to go far for that
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got stabbed that's my... so that was the second time my lung <laughs> collapsed come back I had another story to tell a little Thai kid you know kicks yeah I mean there's good parts there's bad parts of all this technology right. stuff definitely I've always I just feel like we've lost
1: context, you know like people uh like you'll see a bunch of like food pages get like these crazy followers and all they do is post up pictures of food but at this when when you but in the same vein you won't get that same level of hype for like an anthony bourdainish type of person right i mean you did he was the one but it doesn't really get people's attention as much as food porn does like they can make a thousand food porn people
0: well i've heard because um The anticipation or the the sensation you get from maybe seeing someone eat or imagining yourself eating that Uh dish is pretty much identical to you actually getting it. In fact, the anticipation before you get that dish in front of your face, is that fucking dopamine and the shit you hit will be actually better than when it hit when you get finally cut the steak and eat it. That makes sense. That's what it is. Like that's what it is. Your brain's getting a hit of dopamine, bro. Like When you see a fucking whatever food or you see a chick with a big ass or you see fucking whatever, like you're feeding yourself these images and you're getting a little high off of it. Uh That's why when one of the gems, I said, turn that shit off. Mm -hmm. You still have the power in your fucking finger to just say no and turn that shit off. Then when you start separating for a while, you just start seeing it like that equation. Like fucking booty pick, booty pick, food pick, fucking um, dodger shit, dodger shit. Homie I haven't seen in a while. Someone I just talked about, but, mm-hmm. but fucking haven't talked to or nothing, but I talked about them, and my phone is listening to what I'm saying and <laughs> says, hey, you know, fucking calisthenics. I'm going to have a session with calisthenics on Tuesday. I mm-hmm. told Mad Max mm-hmm. that. My phone says, hey, calisthenics is here.
1: And, and shows me
0: him in my feed as well. They're doing that. They're absolutely doing that. Yeah. If you don't know how this shit works and Facebook and IG, they're listening to every- If your phone's here, they're listening. I mean, that's just... Oh yeah. Oh don't forget. So we had to run out and put some put some money in the meter. I like, just got a ticket too on the second. Here? Outside? Outside my house. Oh dude. Street cleaning, which is just a brain fart. Like I yeah. just fucked up and forgot. Do you have an eight in the morning or a ten thirty or ten AM. Ten AM. Not too bad. But still a little too early. I literally caught it right when the food was <sighs> passing, but they already gave me a ticket. Yeah. But like Seventy-three dollars. Holy shit. Do street clean. Seventy-three dollars. Yeah, it used
1: to be 15 bucks. I like remember what that. the fuck, not City of LA? Ago.
0: If rent's not high enough, like what the fuck? 73 bucks. Parking, man. Because you forgot to move your cars? Yeah, I mean you've
1: seen those memes of it saying, like, oh, government, you know, without without government, like you know, who would charge us for parking our cars for streets on streets that we pay
0: for, you know? <sighs> it's fucked up. Yeah,
1: that's the only thing. Then you still appreciate. can't park
0: there so after twelve. That's so, so weird, the, man. So the food could pass uh-huh. and then you fucking park your car after it passes and the food catches you there before midnight. I mean before twelve, mm-hmm. even though it fucking already passed. Yeah. You still get a ticket. Which That's is, a weird which is role. weird. Like, yeah. shouldn't it already pass the fucking thing? But you restricted from ten to twelve so they'll get your ass. So you gotta wait till twelve after and then park your car. That's you so weird. Yeah. It's an arbitrary rule for sure.
1: Um yeah, usually with us, though, man, we got a mafia at our fucking block, man. Like, they will, they will, as soon as that thing passes, people will just go right the fuck in and park. Oh, and then the parking enforcement they, maybe they doesn't care.
0: they don't even act like that. I don't know. Yeah. I think it depends on the area, right? Well, you know where you won't have to worry about parking? At the Paramount. No way. What's going on at the Paramount? January, January 15th. Uh-huh. Just drive your motherfucking ass down the street. Yes. Park in front of the venue and they have valet parking. No way. And they'll park your car just down the block in a nice secure parking lot. Oh, wow. So yeah, then So, what's
1: going on January 15th? January at the
0: 15th. I will be having the one year anniversary of my album, Long Live the Peyote. Yes, sir. And I'll be performing the entire album with a live band consisting of the Altons and various other talented uh, musicians. Okay. From around the Los Angeles area, specifically on the east side. I got the ELTR network going to be opening it up Mad Max, Kilotech, Soul Providers, Zay, Kiddo, uh, Hollow Visions. They're all going to be rocking. And then I got the homie Jay Bless, a young cat from Pico Union making noise right now. We reached out, he'll be rocking. And I got Brujas Brew, which is an all female group consisting of Kiddo Zay and um, Sister Irie. They'll be rocking. And then there's more. Oh shit. I got Val the Wander co headlining, rocking in a full set. Her first show back in LA since wow. she's been overseas. Um <clears throat> actually on the East Coast. But um yeah, I got her co headlining. It's gonna be an amazing night, man. God dang. January fifteenth at the Paramount. What time? It's doors open at seven. The show's gonna get kicked off like at eight. Yeah. And I'll hit the stage by about ten thirty, ten forty five. Okay. So you know, it's an early type show. We got to be out of there by midnight. The Paramount's a special place. You were talking beautiful, about it. Beautiful, beautiful venues, a lot of history, um, amazing sound system, yeah. amazing bar, amazing check, food. Check, check
1: those microphones, because my fucking mic went out a few times. Well, <laughs> the engineer was yeah. fucking with you, see? Yeah, I think so, man. He's like, ah, oh, your jokes aren't funny. Get
0: yeah. off. <laughs> Let me help him. Yeah, so. Blame me. Blame me. Yeah, yeah. See That's if he has any good it. engineer jokes. You always have to have some engineer jokes. Oh, really? Well, that way you could talk shit about them when they Makes fuck sense. up your mic, man. You'd be sense. like, yo. I never so piss off sense. the engineer, for real. Don't yeah. Any any artist listening, don't ever piss off the house engineer. Think about it. Shit. They're the one motherfucker who could completely fuck up your beautiful little night you planned. Oh, yeah. So be nice to these fools, especially when you're like, put on my mic. Oh, what's wrong with my mic game? Listen, yeah, yeah. yeah, be yeah. very monitor, careful with that. Yeah. Be careful. Say please. <laughs> stay on your P's and Q's. Be like, mic one, Please. A uh, little bit, little bit higher, please. Thank you, thank you. Always, you know, go and shake their hand because them Dude. motherfuckers are the fools gonna make you sound good. That makes sense. Trust. That's a yeah. go- that's a golden gem right there. Well, yeah. After me, it went perfect. So they they, they definitely have to balance <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, they shit. fucked with you. They yeah. fucked with you. <laughs> guess what. Um. Yeah. But cool. January fifteenth, man, I'm so excited for that, and I appreciate you letting me come on and talk a little shit and Dude, shit whenever, the man. shit with you. Whatever. And all the, I mean, you always show love, man. You come and hook us yeah. up, and for the events in the past, you've yeah. you've taken care of us, and so thank you for. for oh man, whatever, man. I, I, you know, we got to do this more often for sure.
1: It's totally fun, and we actually have to fucking drink mezcal on one of these, you know. Let's what do we say it. Say we're gonna do, is just, never do have the the mezcal mezcal it. Just let's do the mezcal on mezcal episode. We're taking shots, you know. <laughs> you there we go. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's it for another episode of the Dude From L.A. podcast. My guest, Viva Mescal. thank you for coming on January 15th at the Paramount. Make sure to check it out. We'll blast it all Get over.
0: your Yeah, get your tickets on Eventbrite. Um, order them. You know, get them right now. If you're listening, yes. get them right now. Or you could go to Vivamescal.com and um, there's a link right there and all that. So, cool. Appreciate it, and I'll see you guys on the 15th. Peace.